On today's news episode, we discuss the Comcast push to buy 20th Century Fox instead of Disney, new construction projects hinting towards some major developments, and a little discussion about Disney adding more places that serve alcohol in the Magic Kingdom. This is episode 91 of the Capture the Magic podcast. You can catch new episodes on this podcast channel every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You can find us on ctmpodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter and can win a free t-shirt. Or just text ctmpodcast to 44222 to sign up as well. Don't forget to follow us on social media and catch us on our YouTube channel. This episode is brought to you by Capture the Magic Vacations. If you are currently planning or thinking about taking a vacation to Disney World, then you should check out Capture the Magic Vacations. They specialize in Disney World and Universal Studios vacation planning and can help you save time, money, and take care of booking all those must-do experiences for your trip. And if you are interested in becoming a travel agent, they are currently looking to expand their team. So head on over to CaptureTheMagicVacations.com backslash magic and see how they can help you plan a great trip. So hello, everybody. My name is Jamie, and I am joined by my burly husband, Jared. Hello, burly Jared. Burly. Hello. How are you? I'm I'm okay. How is, are you? I'm good. Is burly a compliment? It is, is a compliment. Oh, okay. That's like the one word I would say to like describe Jared. He's just, he's very manly. That's, that's a compliment. I'll have you on record saying this. I mean, listen to his voice. Jared's voice I is very I, My voice actually is more, if you've ever seen that skit with Will Ferrell where he has voice modulation disorder. I have voice. <laughs> that's kind of me. Like I can oh, just. Oh, from SNL? Yeah. I can yeah. Voice modulation disorder is a, di- whatever Tina Fey, whatever, I forget the skit now, but that's kind of my voice. So. How dare you, Tina Fey? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's Jared. He, uh, I like his voice though. It's very, it's very deep. It's very manly. I, I can't whisper it. though. No, he cannot. Like it's really bad no. if I'm in a room. It's impossible for me. Like, if I'm trying to be quiet, like when our daughter was newborn, it was terrible. Because I would just be, I thought I was being quiet, and Jamie's like, shut up. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. This is why he got in trouble in school all the time, because he could never whisper. Well, and I was just always talking anyways. So That's that's Jared. Yep. Hence why we now have a podcast, because I just talk. (laughs) That's very very true. Yeah. Well, we are in the process of getting a lady to leave for the, for the trip. And it's uh, it's kind of busy around here. Yeah, <laughs> still have a mountain of things to do, mountain. but it's okay. Yeah. That's what always happens when you get ready for a trip, especially when you take a trip with a small child. Yeah, well, it doesn't help either when you buy a car just for the trip the same week you're leaving. That we should tends, probably we should probably explain that. That tends to add. Yeah, well, I said this on I said this on Diz Dudes, but oh, okay. I we'll explain it for everybody on here. Yeah, I ended up just buying a van for the trip because it made sense we didn't want to take our cars because they're a little smaller it's well there's some yeah there's sedans well just so. for like taking our daughter and then a long trip and things like that it didn't want to put the miles on them and then i was going to rent a car but that's probably for the time period we're going like 600 bucks well, six or seven hundred pretty yeah. easily yeah so then yeah ended up my i do some stuff on the side with you're Jamie's dad, but we flip cars mm-hmm. here and there. And he found it. He's like, I told him to look for one, and he found a van. And I was like, I don't want a van. He goes, This is your only option. And I went, Fine, I'll <laughs> buy a van, even though I'll go against my. I've said so many times in my life, I never have a van. But 
you know, that's just the sense of humor that I think God has sometimes. So there we go. There you go. And I mean, as vans are super functional. They're practical. They are so they're roomy. They're everything you would want for a family, except for the aesthetics. They well, just in the whole idea, great. yeah. Like I told Jeremy, it's like and I gave up and bought a van. Yeah, yeah. Functionality wise, it's great. Like it's super easy getting her in yeah. and out of it, and oh yeah, plenty of room. You know, if it didn't, if it just didn't look like you're just telling the world, like, hey, everybody, I gave up. How are you doing? It's like probably be a little different but you know this is our edition of vans and you vans and you well i'm I'm gonna have a new podcast called van talk van talk apparently there's a there's a rumor of jeremy and i moving recording because you know we talked about recording an episode of the diz dudes weirdly enough in a bathtub we'll just move that to the The van van. yeah we'll just be a podcasting van we can travel we can travel the countryside podcasting from a van two guys in a van yeah well, you would be in the van, I would assume. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza van. Like a pizza place. Get it? Nope. Okay. I don't I get that. I think we need to move on. We've yeah, talked probably about so. a van Anyways, a I got a van, and so we're taking it down there. <laughs> so make your van jokes as yes. you will. I am at your mercy. So. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, not you. You can't make fun of me because you're in the van, too. I totally about the listeners. I could totally make fun of you. Anyway. You can't make fun. If you're in the van and driving the van, you can't make fun of the van. Who says? I, I kind of decreed it, but I think that oh, makes sense. Decreed I think. It. I don't know. Let us know if that makes sense. Because <laughs> okay. if not, I'm going to be made fun of all across the board from everybody. But it's okay. You know what? I can deal with it. I feel like we need to move on from this conversation. What about you? Okay, great. Um, Everybody out there, <laughs> since Jared mentioned Diz Dudes, um, we want to make sure you guys check out the latest episode. Um, it's every Wednesday they come out with a new episode. And this one, you talked about what? We did another edition of our uh, Keep It, Fix It, or Burn It. And we those. did Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Ooh, I have not listened to this yet. It's good. So It's a solid one. It's a solid one. Mm. Good. Hmm, what would I do? I'd probably fix it. I think we're the only option. Yeah. Well, listen and see if you agree. Okay. Well, I will. And then also check out Main Street Magic. They have about one or two shows a week, depending on all the stuff they've got going on. And um, I'm not sure what they did this past week. I haven't. They had a listeners listener show. Question. Okay. They answered some listener questions. Perfect. Perfect. I think we will probably be on there for the Friday. Their episode on Friday coming up. We're trying to get everything together it's like i said it's been busy so i did find out john's a cubs fan i just oh no that's all right you guys still be friends <sighs> you know i can try i'll be the bigger man cardinals fans over here just in case you guys didn't know well and a cub is obviously a bear <laughs> so two front oh my but goodness. we won't delve into that I didn't we'll move even, on like think about that but yeah we'll all right move. we will move on and uh, also, make sure you guys leave us a review. They're good for us to read and find out how you feel about the show. Plus, they help us grow. And, you know, we get to move up in the podcast world. It's good for everybody. Right? Yep. Yep. So yep. So, so let's keep those reviews coming in. Um, but we're going to move on to the news today. We've got a couple of good ones. Actually, we've got a couple of really good ones and we're going to start with the first story about comcast trying to be a b trying to be a b oh, okay. I, I didn't say the bad word 
They're trying to be a bee. We'll keep this one clean. Okay. Uh, yeah, Comcast has intentions of throwing a $60 billion all-cash offer to Fox to try and acquire it out from under Disney. It says, uh, back in February, Comcast uh, tried to outbid D- Disney for Fox. And according to many sources this morning, Comcast is now in the process of preparing a $60 billion all-cash bid to knock Disney out of the running for on its deal to acquire most of 20th Century Fox. Um, this is as long as the U.S. government approves AT&T's acquisition of Time Warner. As of now, Disney remains at $52.4 billion is what they're buying it for. Comcast is also planning to acquire UK satellite broadcaster Sky in its entirety as part of an amended all-cash bid. Should Disney get into a bidding war with Comcast, Comcast's bid for Sky and Fox could come close to $100 billion. CNBC reports that Comcast does not plan to submit their bid if the government shoots down the AT&T Time Warner deal. Comcast has reportedly asked investment banks to increase the bridge financing facility They've already arranged for the Sky offer by as much as $60 billion to finance the Fox bid. When Comcast first uh, put their bid in for Fox, they touted their powerful stock as one of the reasons that Fox should accept a deal from the largest U.S. cable provider instead of Disney. Uh, Comcast shares have fallen about 15% since Disney announced their bid for Fox, but Comcast feels that they have a better chance uh, with an all-cash bid, even if Fox Executive Chairman Robert, Robert, Rupert Murdoch prefers Disney shares. Comcast CFO Michael Kavanaugh said on the company's last earnings call regarding potential acquisitions, it's our job to be continuously evaluate whether there are opportunities for us to create value. But should we pursue anything while our stock is at these levels, while circumstances can always change, I think it's unlikely that we would use Comcast shares as a medium of exchange for a transaction. Comcast does not feel that Disney could match an all cash bid for Fox. If they add more stock to the deal, Fox stock will go down, lowering the value of the offer, according to CNBC. Yeah, so trying to push out Disney. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense because, obviously, Comcast from a cable provider, you know, looking at it from their perspective, which they are, Disney acquiring 20th century fox a lot of this is for the streaming service they're going to announce and you could easily i mean cable people been slashing cable at a higher rate for the past five years or so and if disney goes this route and they have all the content they have plus this stuff you could see people cutting cable more even you know more and more so i kind of look at this as a last ditch effort i mean one of the reasons they didn't go with with uh comcast to begin with 20th century fox is because they saw the like the likelihood that that deal would basically the government would say no because mm-hmm. antitrust yeah. issues. I still think there's I don't know if the Time Warner deal will go through. There's a lot of talk that that may not happen either. So obviously oh, yeah. they've even said if that doesn't go through, then they're not going to do this deal. And you got to think too with them trying to fire acquire Sky and this. I don't even if let's say 20th Century Fox and Comcast agree to this. I have my doubts that the government would. That it would get past any of the antitrust issues. Yeah, I just it seems like a like a last ditch effort and like a desperate move on Comcast's part to kind of just get their foot in there and say, okay, well, I got this. Well, but are they just trying to drive it up so Disney will pay more? There's some people that think what they're actually trying to do. I mean, it could be that. It could also be that they're trying to just tie this thing up for years and like not let it go through. 
I you know because if you can't yeah. get it, you can just tie it up, and sure. then you're not allowing Disney to you know who's a giant competitor of theirs. Um, in the meantime, Disney's still going to grow on their part, right? So. And that's the reason too. One of the things that the reason that Murdoch liked the Disney deal is they got Disney shares. Yeah, and it's pretty easy to see Disney shares, especially I would assume once Star Wars Land goes up and Marvel doing as well as it's doing, are only going to go up. Yeah. So even if at this, you know, if they took an all cash offer, cash depreciate. I mean, you know what I mean. Inflation happens. That money has a value now, but it's going to devalue over time. Yeah. Whereas the stock, yeah, it may be less compared to what 20th Century Fox could get from Comcast right now. But in like five, ten years, the Disney stock options could be much more attractive. So I hope that if you didn't want enough financial talk, there could be more. But <laughs> I'll try and keep it where it's just yeah, well, skimming the surface. But I think yeah. uh, hopefully, I mean, obviously, I want to see Disney get this because I've sure, me too. if anything, for the Marvel rights and just of stuff like that. But Jared wants to see some more um, of the uh, X Men movies, but Disney Disney doing them, Marvel doing them, yeah, because Marvel's owned by thing. Disney. But yeah, same thing. That's what I want to see. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's an interesting thing, but uh, we'll see how far it gets. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one. Oh, we're talking about Avengers being the fastest movie to make something, <laughs> and what is that something? <laughs> It is the quickest to get to a billion dollars. And so the second weekend, uh, it brought in $112.5 million, which Dang. is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says, Disney's Mar- Disney and Marvel's Avengers Infinity War continue to dominate the early summer box office over the weekend, earning 11, or, sorry, $112.5 million domestically. And overseas, the mega superhero mashup grossed another $162.6 million for a foreign total of $713.3 million and giving it a total of $1.164 billion worldwide. And the foreign weekend tally includes $17.6 million from Russia, the biggest opening weekend of all time in that market. On May 11th, Infinity War unfurls. That's an interesting word. Unfurls in China its final major market. Uh, it joined the Billion Dollar Club on Saturday, its 11th day in release, uh, that best, uh, the, the 12 days it took Star Wars The Force Awakens, and if any more becomes the 34th movie uh, to cross the $1 billion mark at the global box office, not accounting for inflation. And the Disney Empire lays claim to about half of those titles with 17. Woo. Well, anyway, yeah, that's not surprising. I mean, not surprising in the fact that, like, it's made so much money. But I think Disney, from what I understand, they were not anticipating this movie to do as well as it's done. Is that correct? Like, it made it way, way more money projection-wise. I honestly don't know the projections they had. I think they had projected it was going to make, like, 200 and something in the, uh, million in the first weekend and ended up making, like... 50 plus more or something like that and then overseas it just took off yeah i'll be interested to see how it does in china it'll do well in china i mean superhero Mm -hmm. stuff does really well over there yeah yeah i'm I'm just uh i'm just thinking it's gonna i think i don't remember i don't know what it's like right now it's like number what is it number 30 something movie on the list don't know off the top of my head anyway yeah so that's pretty exciting though a lot of avengers news lately we've been talking about that a bunch Mm -hmm. but okay well let's move on to the uh a new park ticket option 
Yeah, Walt Disney World now offers a one-day park ticket with three pre-linked FastPass experiences. It says if you buy a single-day Walt Disney World ticket, a new option might make your trip a little easier. With this new ticket, three Fast Plus FastPass Plus experiences are selected for you to use the next day and will be automatically linked to your ticket. Tickets are sold with FastPass Plus selections for next day use only, and the FastPass windows are predetermined. There are a variety of FastPass groupings to choose from at each park, although some of the headliners, such as Avatar Flight of Passage, are not included. Uh, the rundown of each group and the ones you can buy are as follows. These are with Magic Kingdom, one-day ticket with linked FastPass experiences. They have Fantasyland Classics. This gives you It's a Small World, Dumbo, and Matt Tea Party. Futuristic and Frightful Fun. <laughs> this gives you Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, Haunted Mansion, and Tomorrowland Speedway. Pint Size Adventures gives you The Barnstormer, Carpets of Aladdin, and Pirates of the Caribbean. And Whims- Whimsical Escapades gives you Under the Sea, The L- Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Over at Epcot, they have Immersive Explorations, mm-hmm. Spaceship Earth, Living with the Land, and the Seas with Nemo and Friends, and Delightful Encounters, which is the Sea with Nemo and Friends, Turtle Talk with Crush, and Journey into Imagination with Figment. Hollywood Studios, you can get what's called the Sensational Stage Shows. So it's Beauty and the Beast, live on stage, for the first time in forever, a frozen sing-along, and Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And then they have a movie-inspired excitement. So it has Muppet, Vision 3D, Star Tours, and the Indiana Jones Epic Stump Spectacular. And over at Hollywood or at Animal Kingdom, they have prehistoric and whitewater thrills, which is Dinosaur, Cali River Rapids, and Primeval Whirl. And Wild Performances, which is Festival of the Lion King, Finding Nemo, and It's Tough to Be a Bug. What do you think about this? I think... I, I'm not surprised to see them do this. It's pretty smart on their part because one of the biggest things that people get confused on is just the fast pass system. Anybody that I've ever talked to that hasn't gone to Disney and they're going to go, that's the thing that's really confusing and can get complicated. <clears throat> There's obviously a whole strategy to that you could do so even though it's a one-day ticket i kind of look at this as sort of a test run they'll do on the one days and see how they do and so you're just basically simplifying the process for people and just making it like here's what it is and you know they'll probably see how it goes i get that however if you look at the list of attractions that they have included in these in these pre-linked reservations they're all like not hard to get. Well, yeah, they're and not if, really ones you need fast passes for. That's why this seems very. This seems very silly to me because if you do like a minuscule amount of research before going on a Disney vacation, if you've never been there before, you're gonna know. Oh, okay, you gotta get one for some more Doris Mine Train. You gotta go to Space Mountain. You know, Big Thunder Mountain's on the list. Splash Mountain's on the list. Uh, Jungle Cruise is on the list. Um, it's Peter Pan's on the list. Like Here, all the good ones. Here's my thinking on this. They're doing this. These fast passes being taken up by this these ticket offerings, they're not going to affect anything. Now, if they were doing to do Avatar Flight of Passage, then people would be like, "Well, what the heck?" Like, you're going to obviously have to reserve a block of these fast passes for these types of tickets, and it's going to affect everybody else getting those fast passes. Yeah, I think what they're doing is just simply seeing if this is going to be something people want because you you can do this without like a test almost. Exactly, they're, okay. they're not going to. It's not going to really impact anything because nobody's really clamoring to get a a small world fast pass yeah for the most part so you offer this up just to see if the concept is popular if they see that 
people buying one day pet tickets, you know, whatever it is, they may just do a simple AB test and say, okay, well, 80% of people got this one with the pre-selected fast passes. So maybe this is something people want. Yeah. And then I could see them offering on a larger scale, which okay. then you start getting into, well, what are they going to offer? Are they going to start offering these? And I could see them doing like when you buy your tickets 90 days or whatever it is, a certain period out here, you can get sought after fast passes for a higher price. I think this may be how they do paid fast passes as they do it with the tickets. That's a good, that's, that's good insight. I didn't think about that, but that's because they have, you might be right about that. Obviously there's demand for these rides. Mm-hmm. Disney has control of these fast passes. They never, they don't charge, they have never charged for them before, but they could de facto sort of do it this way. The universal charges for theirs. Right. And I don't so. think they want to, uh, and this would be a way where you can obviously still make your fast passes. But they also offer this as a way of it's kind of like the club level thing where you can buy fast passes. I think you're going to get to a point yeah. where you're going to be able to fi- buy fast passes if you want to, like additional ones. Yeah, yeah. Because They'll always make a, like a limited one free, right? And and I yeah. think it's just there's too much money li- left on the table. I'm sure as far as Disney's looking at that, going they know people are willing to pay for it. Yeah, they just be figuring out how and why and all that stuff. But it's a good point. It's a good point. Thank well, you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next story. Um, this is talking about a new restaurant and its location. And I'll explain a little bit more about this when Jerry gets done reading it. So it's been confirmed that the space-themed restaurant location has been revealed between Mission Space and Test Track. And it was announced uh, today. Wednesday for you, everybody out there. Yeah, so it's been yesterday for you guys. That the space-themed restaurant planned for Epcot, originally announced at D23, will be built in a new area located between Mission Space and Test Track. This new restaurant is operated by Patina Restaurant Group, who also operates many of the restaurants found around the Walt Disney World Resort, including Via Napoli at Epcot and Morimoto Asia at Disney Springs. This news debunks the rumors that the restaurant was going to take over the old Wonders of Life pavilion. And confirms that instead will be a brand new location. But there are no further details that were revealed. Yeah, so earlier this week, there was a, I think it was a Disboard thread that had started about, you know, oh, you know, I think the space-themed restaurant that they announced, I think it's going to be a Wonders of Life pavilion. Because lately we've been seeing a lot of work going on with the dome. And it looks like they're trying to fix it up. And based on the concept art... It looks like you could have like a center part of the restaurant and like the outside of it you could put like it looks like it would fit in there nicely. Well, this I think this Disney was just like, okay, no, (laughs) it's a different location. Quit talking about that. Basically, they'll do this sometimes (laughs) like on they did this with the name thing with Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. Although part of me thinks that they actually were going to change that name to one of those. And they, the backlash they still was, could. They, they still, still could, but could. the backlash was so bad about it. They were like, "Oh crap!" Uh, just say we're going to leave it. To, we're going to leave it alone for for now, at least. But yeah, I mean, they will do this yeah. from time to time, which leads you to believe when you start hearing certain rumors and ones we'll talk about here in a minute, and they don't say anything. It's kind of a way of you thinking, "Well, this one probably has some legs." Yeah, because they have shown that they will come out and debunk things and. Yeah, Set they it don't, straight. yeah, they're they're just like, nah, we just won't keep this going. Which leads me to believe the Wonders of Life Pavilion, and I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. There was talk that they're trying to get like Black Panther in there. 
of yeah. like working universal which that they're going to do something happened. with it right but if they were able to so i've been working on it at all means maybe they're the the only room i've heard about it is possibly doing something wakanda related from black panther in there so maybe those right. are maybe those so, negotiates are moving for some reason thought. for some reason in future world this part of future world i get mixed up where everything's located i don't know why i just in my mind since i went there as a child and like i would try to remember things it gets mixed up in my brain so if you're looking at future world going left to right on that side of the park you have universe of energy then wonders of life pavilion then mission space yeah then then another space here and then test track right Mm -hmm. okay for some reason i always thought that the mission space was next to universe of energy like i got those like mixed up so i was i was very confused when people were like no that's where it's gonna go somewhere else i'm like but that's where it is it's close to it but yeah that's just my problem but yeah um it just gets mixed up in my mind anyway so yeah that'll that'll be interesting whenever they start doing construction on that and see what it looks like Mm -hmm. so okay um next story talk about splash mountain yeah, they have a safety pre-show video that has been added to Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom. And it says, in an effort to reduce wait times and increase efficiency, Disney has added a pre-show video to Splash Mountain at Magic Kingdom. There are two screens that display the same pre-show video. The first is located towards the end of the line where the standby and fast pass lines meet. The second is right before the load area. The pre-show video explains how to properly pull down the lap bar in the ride vehicle, as well as how to stay... Um, Excuse me, how to stow away personal items. This isn't the first attraction to retroactively add this kind of pre-show video. Recently, Space Mountain, Toy Story, Midway Mania, and Seven Doors Mine Train have all added pre-show videos in hopes of maximizing ride efficiency. I think they do this to people. We always talk about this, like, between the two of us, but people are very visual, visual learners. So when you hear stuff on the speaker, like, you know, oh, pull down a lap bar, whatever, sometimes people don't even pay attention, especially when you're in line, you're talking to your family and everything. But if you see an animated video about it and you're like, oh, okay, that's what I need to do. It, I think it you retain it a little bit better. Well, you think? it's amazing to me. To me, there shouldn't need to be any video. It's well, not a difficult process to right. do any of this. I right. think what happens is people get in vacation mode, their brains shut off, <laughs> yeah. and they're just not paying attention. I get it. You're on vacation. So yeah. obviously, it seems like they're doing, you know, we talked about this a while ago. They did. They started doing this at Mind Train. So obviously, it seems right. that these videos, I'm assuming they put these videos in and seeing the efficiency and seeing that it's working, maybe. Like if they're seeing an increase in efficiency. Right. Seems to me that they are because they wouldn't be sure. doing this on more rides if it wasn't the case. And you need less cast members. Which we also know that they've been trying <laughs> to get away with doing that. Right. <laughs> so if they can reduce the amount of labor they need and increase efficiency, then you got to think a company their size, that's going to mean they're going to make more money. And also, I'm sure they also do this for liability issues because if someone said, I didn't know I was supposed to. Well, I don't think it's a liability issue because they make sure before, no matter what, they make sure that lap bars, you know, secure all that stuff before they go. I don't think it's liability. I think it's strictly about getting people in and out of the boats as quick as possible or off these rides. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, that's obvious, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, okay. Uh, next, or last of the actual news is um, a new, or the new princess jerseys have arrived. Ah, uh, yes, the jersey shirts. <laughs> Ariel, Aurora, Cinderella, Snow White. I'll have spirit jerseys available online at Shop Disney. 
Yeah, I don't know if you want me to go any more detail. Nah, that's but. it. That's all I have to say. I'll put this in the show notes page, but I've been waiting for these to get online, and I'm I really want the Snow White one. I love it. I gotta say, out of all those, I don't the Snow White one. I don't like really as much as yeah. I like Snow White as a character though. It's just the red on the yeah. blue doesn't show very well. The pink one, actually, the aerial one's pretty with the the green and the purple. Mm-hmm. But I do the pink one for Sleeping Beauty because it's pink and pretty. Yeah. I have a black one that says Walt Disney World on the back. It's just a regular black one, and it is it's odd. It's 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 not thick enough to make you sweat. Like if you're if you have it on when it's warm, but it's just the right amount of thickness. If it's cold and you need to warm up, like it's really weird. Um, they're really durable. I love those. I I get one another one in a heartbeat. So. I'm sure you will. Anyway, Jared. Okay, well, that's it for mostly the news. We're going to move on to rumors, and we've got two. So let's start with the first one. Um, these are the rumor is what these are. Not that it's actually happening, but what it's going to be, and we'll explain what we're talking about. So the first rumor is that preparations are underway for a new Magic Kingdom. Or sorry, for new Magic Kingdom area hotels. And there's a permit filed yesterday with the South Florida Water Management District that reveals that Disney is seeking to create a 30-acre site for the temporary stockpiling of earthwork near the Magic Kingdom area for an as-yet-undisclosed project. The site is referred to in the documents as the quote-unquote Stolport Site. So it's got capital S-T-O-L and then Port Site. Presumably because it's located adjacent to the old Stolport that was built in the 1970s parallel to World Drive north of the Magic Kingdom Toll Plaza. Back in 2016, uh, they, there were rumors about a second DVC tower in the plans for D, uh, Disney's Contemporary Resort when the Bay Lake Tower was under construction. Disney used much of the Stolport's paved areas for staging materials for the project and also for personal trailers. So it's certainly possible that a site adjacent to the Stolport could be used for stockpiling material to support construction anywhere around the Magic Kingdom area. There's also the possibility of the Volcano Hotel that was rumored in 2017, which would be located either to the north of the TTC on the shores of the Seven Seas Lagoon or directly adjacent to the Magic Kingdom behind Adventureland. And the third possibility is for something related to the work of at the River Country site we told you about a few months ago. This site would be used for stockpiling of earthwork, which might be necessary for regarding the land before and after a hotel is built. There's a larger picture in the show notes here in the article. You can see some of the possible spots. So um, I think it's the third option they said I do too. about River Country because in the plans... Um, and this isn't in the article, but I, I did find another source about this. It is titled as part of Project 89, which is the same title of the project for the River Country site. Yeah. So those two are related. Um, we just don't know in what capacity. I really, really hope it's just more hotels. I love a good hotel. I, I would assume it is because they have to put stuff somewhere. And this mm-hmm. per- and then, right, this permit is for basically keeping and storing stuff. It's, I totally understand, yeah, but that so just means just that want, something's happening. No, I know. I just want people to know this per- permit is not for building. It's just for storing, but they're not going to do a storing permit if they're not building something. Right. So that's kind of the, right. the theory behind it. That's And that's it's just up for, you know, 
you know, interpretation, I guess, not really, but kind of wanting to know what they're going to be working on. Right. And will they announce it? Maybe. <laughs> They'll announce it. I mean, they're <laughs> not going to start construction on a hotel and before, I mean, they're going to announce it before they start construction on a hotel. It may yeah, be the day so. before, but they'll announce it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's one of the construction projects that's starting here. So, let's go to the next one. And this is more of a kind of confirmation that um, we're getting a new hotel around Epcot. Yeah. So, we talked about this uh, a couple months back, but work is to begin soon on new Future World Hotel at the entrance of Epcot. And Disney hasn't officially announced this yet. Right. But it seems like it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. So fresh on the heels of the article we just told you about, and this just came out today, so this is Wednesday, yeah. uh, a slew of new permit filings are pointed toward the imminent beginning of work for the rumored hotel to be located at the entrance of Epcot, uh, which those started popping up last November. Um, there were two spots that were pers- possibly looking to have this um, hotel put in there. One is kind of like right in front of where the entrance is now. And the other one was, if you're looking at Epcot from the parking lot, it would be to the right of it a little bit. So a total of 27 separate notices were published today, all referring to the same project code JPEC8060 and all with addresses on Avenue of the Stars, which is the backstage perimeter road that encircles Epcot. With that many publications, this project is certainly a large one and the new Epcot Hotel fits that description. And back in February, the stormwater management plans also show this area behind the seas pavilion to be the focus of the next development after the Guardians coaster that's replacing Universe of Energy. And we're not, it's still not sure where it's going to sit exactly, but it does seem like it's going to happen. Yeah. So the two sites that Jared was talking about, you know, there's a, there's a big gap between the the very front of the parking lot until you get to the entrance and what they're posing is that it's they might put a hotel right there like through the monorail would that be it possibly because the monorail sits right there too yeah so it could be on the other side behind it maybe yeah like on the the parking lot side so it could be there but i am more i'm i'm thinking that they're gonna put it behind the seas pavilion it would make more sense side. because if they put it, it if they put it directly in front, they would have disruptions with the monorail. Oh, for sure, so, and it would be a nightmare trying to go around it. And right, so it makes more sense to put it over there, mm-hmm. just out. Of, and in two, they're already going to be working on the uh, the entrance of Epcot. Yeah. So I don't think, and unless they're looking at it going, we're already going to be working on the entrance of Epcot. We might as well build this while we're at it. And Epcot just may be a mess for a couple of years, which very well could be the case. I mean, they kind of have shown they'll, they'll do this with like Hollywood Studios. They're like, Hollywood Studios is going to kind of be a shell of a park for two years. Yeah. And then it's going to be awesome. And then once, <laughs> yeah. And like once Star Wars lands opens, then Star uh, Wars? Star Wars, sorry. Star, Star Wars. Wars lands opens, then, you know, they start <laughs> demolishing Epcot a little bit. Maybe that's. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, they're going to start. I, I, it makes sense just from a guest flow capacity anyways sure so i yeah. although i would if i was betting i would say it's going to go to the the seeds pavilion yeah i think it i think it would i just think in terms of the easiest way maybe not the easiest something that makes the most sense that would make the most sense 
and the area is on the very edge of the parking lot where a lot of the uh tour buses and everything like all where they park or where they kind of turn around that's a great area for <laughs> storage and yeah construction materials and all that stuff so i will be excited to see when they do announce it the kind of the um concept art of what it'll look like oh, I wonder what and like what it'll like. be based on and stuff i mean if it's going behind the seas pavilion maybe it's to be themed to like the seas who knows that'd be cool well anyway that is it for the rumors today exciting the last thing we're going to talk about just a little conversation here is there was a story that popped up about new more alcohol in magic kingdom and we'll We'll have Jared. I'll have Jared talk about that real quick, and then we're going to talk about this in length. Yeah, so beer, wine, and cocktails have been added to Magic Kingdom's Crystal Palace Plaza restaurant menus at Walt Disney World. And they've got a whole list here of, I mean, basically it's like beer and wine for the most part. They added to everything. Cocktails. Yeah. Um, Same thing at both restaurants? Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. Are pretty similar. Okay. So, how many what restaurants serve alcohol now? Uh, the restaurants that serve alcohol now is Be Our Guest, Cinderella's Royal Table, Liberty Tree Tavern, Tony's Town Square, Jungle Navigation Company, Skipper Canteen, The Crystal Palace. These are the ones today. Crystal Palace and the Plaza Restaurant. Okay. So, I want to talk about this. <laughs> okay. Jeremy actually posted this question on our Facebook group, Capture the Magic Community, and he kind of opened a discussion about how everyone feels about there being alcohol in the in, in at Magic Kingdom. And while this isn't brand new, they started serving alcohol at Be Our Guest in 2012. That was the first time it was introduced. And I think it was just at dinner, right? I believe it was. I think so. Yeah. And since then, they've added more and more restaurants to the um that that serve alcohol so my question is how do you feel about it because if you're a disney fan you know that walt disney was adamantly against serving alcohol in magic kingdom they served alcohol in epcot and uh hollywood studios animal kingdom like all of that but for years years and years they didn't serve alcohol at magic kingdom so how do you feel now after six years They've done it. Like, do you think this is good? Do you think this is bad? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Just, I just want your opinion. Uh, I don't like it. Okay. Um, to me, Magic Kingdom is much more. It's a family centric park. More so than the other three. Yeah, and the whole concept behind it is that too. I mean, if you're if you're going to start talking about, and I know people can get into what Walt envisioned and things like that, but very much a place where families can go spend time together an innocent sort of place and it kind of has yeah. an innocence about it yeah uh, you know if you've ever been to epcot and you get to you know and i know this isn't disney's doing but you have the drinking around the world and all this stuff like that you <laughs> it doesn't take you long before you start seeing people that are drunk at epcot uh and i want to s- speak of this real quick there have been a lot of instance incidences in the last couple months of people just getting rambunctious and like being arrested at epcot yeah and because it's of the drinking and Anytime, now, this is somebody I enjoy what I call daddy sodas from time to time. <laughs> and I used to, daddy my sodas. younger days, maybe used to partake <laughs> a little more than I should have. But yeah, um, 
you know, I still enjoy a beverage from time to time, but uh, you'd be a fool to not understand what alcohol does and tends to do when you introduce it to groups of people. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, they tend to make bad decisions. And if you allow them to consume it in, you know, social settings and plenty of it around, you're going to have, it's not if, you're just, you're going to have incidents. I mean, you had the guy trying to climb the Mexico Pavilion Pyramid. Oh, geez. Uh, there's yeah. been a couple instances where people have been kicked out of uh, Hollywood studios. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, it's one of those things that happens there, but I just don't want to see it at Magic Kingdom. And the other thing you got to think too, and we've talked about before, you already get people around the fireworks that they basically, their IQ drops a hundred points and start jockeying for position and just being, you know, how just being bad fellow citizens, I suppose. And, you put alcohol into that mix, that's not going to probably end too well. I'm not going to be surprised if, you're, yeah. if there's fights that are going to break out. I mean, I'm shocked yeah. that we haven't seen as, as stuff I've seen around the fireworks, unless that's just not reported on. I'm shocked there haven't been fights that have broken out. Because some people there's get... There's fights. Of, I'm sure there extremely, are. Extremely, aggressive. So mm-hmm. anytime you have that type of situation and just put a little bit of alcohol in there... Bad news, Bears. You're just going to have issues. Yeah. So... Personally, I would, even somebody that does enjoy a drink from time to time, or a little bit, I don't like to see it in Magic Kingdom. I 100% agree. And I don't agree because it was Walt's vision and we do what Walt wants. That's not that's not what I think. I, I, I think I like his reasons behind. I like his reasons behind not having alcohol in the park. Yeah. You know, like Jared was saying, it's, it's family-centric, you know. It's it, by far it has the most children that go to the park. I mean, I think it's the number one out of the four that the children mostly want to go to. It has the most stuff to do. The thinking I had also was that this is probably related to the dining plan, since the dining plan this year newly has alcohol included. So I'm wondering if that was just a way to get people to you to buy the dining plan if they had more options of alcohol in the, in the restaurants uh, or did they plan that <laughs> i think it could be part of that but yeah. i think disney's simply looking at this and doing a slow crawl and basically there's just they're looking at money they're losing out on because alcohol All brings right. in money yeah. people yeah. will buy alcohol but is that the only re- that has to be the only reason it, it's money it has to be, it has there, to be the only reason no other re- i mean the yeah. only reason there's more reasons why you wouldn't do it that sure. would be that would be based on principle. See, that's that's the thing. There's more reasons not to do it than there is. To well, no, do no, it. no. What I'm saying is, if they didn't have alcohol, the reasoning for not doing that would be based on their principles of saying we're not going to have alcohol in the Magic Kingdom. By introducing alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, it's because they want to make money. You yeah. don't you don't introduce alcohol because yeah. you know you're like, well, we feel it's a moral obligation that we <laughs> give our patrons alcohol. Where you know, in right. hey, whatever you know, and it's it's one of those things where. I look at it as going like, yeah, I can have a beverage or two and be fine, but there's people who cannot. And you've got children. And the, the last thing I want is be in Magic Kingdom with our daughter and somebody just acting belligerent and just being an idiot. And then yeah. you have that possibly taint the trip or, or their experience or something like that. So, yeah, it's just uh, to me, it's just money. They're looking at it yeah, saying how much money they're leaving on the table. And I think they're just I think with doing now in five to ten years. They may never have it where it's like Epcot where you can just walk up to kiosk and get it. 
I hope that never happens and maybe they just keep it isolated to the restaurants. But you're going to see it more and more at Magic Kingdom. I mean, it's just, you just I are. I know. We can say how much we don't like it. Uh, we can say how much it goes against what Walt wanted till the live long day, but it's it's just going to happen unless something drastic changes. But I understand that. I realize that. It's just, it was kind of, when I heard that they were introducing it in the first place and back in 2012, I was just like, oh, it's starting. <laughs> yep. It's just going to grow and grow and grow. And I get it. And I, but I don't have to like it. No, I mean, that's, you don't. And I don't really drink ever. So this doesn't really appeal to me anyway. So maybe that's part of why I don't see the need for it. I don't know. I just, I wish it, I wish it went back to the way it was. Wow. I sound old. <laughs> And back rarely, in my day, rarely didn't do they have do. alcohol at Magic Kingdom. No. Anyway, okay. Anything you want to add about what we talked about just then? No. Uh, I just. Okay. Uh, I mean, again, if you don't like it, it's just gonna probably keep. You know, it's gonna be a slow encro- encroachment. They're not going to just yeah. because of the overnight. They just let's say they had done this in 2012, and overnight they just said, "Hey, we're now we're gonna offer it in all these restaurants they offer it now." people would just be in an outrage. Yeah. But by them doing the slow two at a time, whatever, it's just, you know, they're just going to slowly release it. And and you're going to get some people that don't like it. But now that people have kind of accepted it in the parks, you're not going to get as much of the outrage and they're just going to slowly add more and more. Yep. I agree. All right. Well, that's it for our discussion today and the news and the rumors. Uh, We want to mention that you guys should check out our Capture the Magic community Facebook page. Mentioned that earlier. So um, go find it. Ask to join and we'll probably accept you because you're probably fine. Right? (laughs) No comment. No comment. Okay. Um, And that, and you have mentioned this before, but that that group is pretty, is super fun because all we do is answering gifts. And gifts are fun. That's not all, but there's a lot of I, gifts There's a involved. lot of gifts, man. There's a lot of gifts, but I love it. I love it. Um, and then also make sure to check out Instagram and our Twitter. Jared's very active on Twitter, and I do the Instagram part. So Also, if you're yeah. part of the Facebook group, you'll get, we've got a new shirt release coming. Yes. You'll get special pricing from being a member in there. Yeah. So just go do that yeah and since we're going on our disney trip here for the next couple of weeks we will be posting a lot about what we're seeing what we're doing in the parks so make sure to follow along with us on uh twitter and insta stories i'm gonna put a gopro in my head <laughs> you guys can just be with me 24 <laughs> 7 and are you guys doing are you guys doing dis dudes down there yeah we're gonna okay. try and record at least All one right. and i think we're gonna do at least one show um maybe a new show down there too um we'll see how how available i i, I am you know having a one-year-old with me all the time isn't always feasible so yeah she's almost two <laughs> okay she's almost to two, two. She's the one. Yeah. and um, we're gonna do a bunch of vlogs and yeah, yeah, yeah so join the youtube channel yep capture the magic subscribe to that so you guys don't miss out on those videos as well so yep so all right well that's it for the show today thank you jared whatever you're amazing Thanks. Now I feel bad. You just sound amazing. Thank you. <laughs> you too are amazing. Oh, that was so genuine. And thank you everybody out there for listening and watching. And like I always like to say, 
We will see you in the parks. Bye.